I'm Zach Cohen, and you're listening to The Top 3 Podcast, Season 2. Welcome to The Top 3 Podcast. I'm Miguel, here with Zach. Today we're going to review the Grammys, which happened Sunday, March 14th, and we're going to give our hot takes on each winner and who we think should have won. Yeah, that's right. We'll be going through each category, song of the year, record of the year, Actually, probably not every category. I don't think we'll be doing spoken album. If that's okay with you, Miguel. Is it okay if we don't discuss that? Yes, that's fine with me. But yeah, we'll giving our critiques. If the winner deserved to win it, who got robbed from it? Which categories the weekend didn't get robbed for? Because I honestly think there were more he didn't. And at the end, we'll go from through hot takes that you, the audience, sent in on our Instagrams. Now, Miguel, let's get it started. I'm just going off the official Grammy website, Grammy.com. The first one that came is Record of the Year. The nominees were Black Parade by Beyonce, Colors by Black Puma, Rockstar by The Baby featuring Roddy Rich, Say So by Doja Cat, Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa, Circles by Post Malone, Savage by Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce, and the winner was Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish. Thoughts? Um, I thought that, I mean, I don't have a problem with this uh, Everything I Wanted winning. I think there was a lot of good... Uh, nominees that could have also won. I think Circles could have won. I think Rockstar could have won. Uh, I mean, obviously, you can always nominate Beyonce's son and put that as a possible winner. Um, but I, I don't. I don't really have a problem with this. I just it it was really a toss up. What do you think, Zach? I mean, I just like as I alluded to in the beginning, the weekend got robbed from so many. I think Blinding Lights could have won this. And it's just, yeah, I think that a weekend song probably deserved to win it. But Billy Eilish, she's a phenomenal artist. She's a great voice. So, end of the day, for record of the year, I don't have too many complaints. Yeah, our next category, album of the year. Chalumbo by Jane Aiko. Black Pumas Deluxe Edition by Black Pumas. Everyday Life by Coldplay. The Jesse Volume 3 by Jacob Collier. Woman in Music Part 3 by Haim. Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa, Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone, and your winner, Folklore by my favorite artist, Taylor Swift. Thoughts? Now, I understand why this album won. I think a lot of people, I don't, I would not pick a Taylor You're Swift. You're just a hater, album. though. But I, I, I do think she deserved to win this one. Um, yeah, I don't really have that many thoughts, I think. All the other nominees were good, but I think Folklore was probably the best of this year. My personal opinion, I liked Evermore more than Folklore. I think it came out too late, though. But yeah, Folklore, solid album. My opinion, her worst album so far, though, that or Lover. Not that like I only listen to Taylor Swift, and I'm not like a I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan, though. Like, let, let's get that on there. Uh, yes, you are, Zach. I, I just I think she's a very talented. I was gonna say young. You're lady. a big Taylor Swift fan. Hey. Hey, it's a good thing to talk to people about. But yeah, again, don't have too many complaints. I personally think that this one was actually probably the biggest robbery. I do think that The Weeknd deserved to win it. I I thought his album, After Hours, was by far the best album this year. It wasn't really close. But of the ones nominated, yeah, Folklore, I'd probably have to give it to. That's quite boring. We're just agreeing with everything. Talk about The Weeknd. Yeah, Miguel wants to bring up the idea, the fact that The Weeknd has... 
boycott the Grammys from now on because he's not submitting any music anymore. He said the Grammys are rigged, which we'll get into later with our hot takes because thank you for sending those in. But the weekend, my opinion was not objectively because this is a completely subjective thing, but was easily robbed in my opinion. He had songs that deserved the fact that if he didn't win, fine. Maybe maybe folklore was better than After Hours. It wasn't, but maybe I can see the argument. There's no way folklore was. There's no way After Hours, excuse me, was not one of the best eight albums of this year. There's no way Savage by Megan Thee Stallion or Say So was better than any of his. I think all of his songs on After Hours could have made it. Heartless, Blinding Lights, After Hours, Until I Bleed Out. These were all absolutely phenomenal songs, and the fact they didn't get nominated is, in my opinion, almost blasphemous. Good word, you sack. Thank you. I've been working on it. Apparently, I use the same words too much on this podcast. Now, song of the year. The difference between song and record of the year, which I know a lot of you listening have probably questioned about. Song of the year is like the actual song. So like it's given to the songwriters. So I guess it's the best lyrics. Well, record of the year is the best recording. So I guess if me or Miguel were to sing song of the year, it wouldn't change the how well it did. Although it probably would because it wouldn't get played on the radio as much. But we move on. We move on. So song of the year. Black Parade which was written by Denisha at Andrews, Beyonce, Stephen Bray, Sean Carter, Brittany Cohn. I'm just not going to read this out, am I? So Black Parade, which was by Beyonce. The Box by Roddy Rich, Cardigan by Taylor Swift, Circles by Post Malone, Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa, Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, and If the World Was Ending by, I want to say, Julia Michaels. And J.P. Sachs. Yeah, but but the and the Grammy goes to "I Can't Breathe" by her, phenomenal artist. Maybe I'd give it to Cardigan here. After all, like I mean, she's she's quite a good artist. Like, don't love her or anything, but like, have to give credit where it's due to Taylor Swift. But that's really my only complaint. I can't breathe. It's a good. She's a great artist. It's a good song. Really, not much else I need to say. I mean, I think in terms of like what. I don't really know how the Grammys really decide like who they think deserves to win song of the year, but in terms of like, uh, like the amount of people that know it or have heard it, I think in that case, it would probably be the box because it, it blew up more than I think any other song on here. Um, I, I think so, but I think I can't breathe was a good choice. Um, I definitely could see black parade, uh, the box cardigan. Sure. Or circles yeah. um, be nominated as well. All right. Our next one was Best New Artist. The nominees were Ingrid Andress, Phoebe Bridgers, Sheikah, Noah Cyrus, D Smoke, Doja Cat, Kate Tranda, and Megan Thee Stallion. Before we say anything, Doja Cat, I think, is a racist. Like, something went around about this, about her, like, going to, like, alt-right chat rooms. So, yeah, we at the Top 3 Podcast do not endorse that or condone that behavior. And the Grammy went to Megan Thee Stallion. Miguel? I don't agree with this. I don't think Megan Thee Stallion is that good of an artist. You can say what you want. I just don't. But, however, I, at the same time, I really can't say that I've listened to all of these other nominees. So, if I would have to give it to one of these people, I probably would have to give it to Megan Thee Stallion because I just don't know any other anybody else. Who else could it have been? The kid Leroy, like what? 
wasn't it from uh, 2019 to August 2020? Okay, then who, like, it has to be debut album comes out in this time, right? Uh, I think so. So who else could it have been? Because not many albums came out in that time. Yeah, that's the thing. Because, like, Young Thug could have been nominated after he released, like, eight mixtapes, but he released his first official album. I think this is, deserves to go to Phoebe Bridgers, just a better artist, in my opinion, better voice, easier to listen to, just like her more. That's fair. What's well, the next category? Best pop soul performance. I'm going to preface this with, I have no idea what the heck this means. Like, I'm so, like, what's the difference between best pop soul for performance and best record? Because, but what? Well, I think it's, it's that solo performance is like, nobody was featured no i get that but like the best solo performance winner wasn't even nominated for best record that's my question i don't know okay and your nominees are yummy by justin bieber say so by doja cat which might be the most annoying song ever i'm sorry but it sucks you've heard that way too many times on tiktok not that i go on tiktok or anything continue Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa, Cardigan by Taylor Swift, but the Grammy went to Watermelon Sugar Sugar by Harry Styles, who, fun fact, I once saw at a Manchester United game on a date with Emma Watson. Well, he was on a date with Emma Watson. I wasn't. That'd be kind of cool, though. (laughs) You'd have to admit, I'd be kind of sick if I were to go on a date with Emma Watson, though. Yeah, it's very realistic, too. Okay, leave me alone. (laughs) If Ron Weasley can do it, anybody can. (laughs) What's your what's your what's your take on this? Um, I'm gonna agree with this. I think that what it's just one of the, oh, my opinion. It's one of the most annoying songs ever. Watermelon sugar, ah, watermelon sugar, ah, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's no there's no other song that on here that I would put over over um watermelon watermelon sugar. I uh, think I think should have won. Yeah, you get one guess for what I would have put over it. Hard again. Uh, yeah. Although one Taylor Swift song that I actually really like from Folklore that wasn't nominated for anything was Last Great American Dynasty. Thought it was an absolute banger of a song. But yeah. Also, I feel like The Box could have been nominated for this. Low-key. Like, the Grammys have some features? weird... What? Were there any features on that? No. Well, it wasn't nominated for Best Pop Duo or Group Performance. Yeah, there were no features. Yeah, it should have been nominated, I think. Okay. What's our next category? Next category is, we just did best pop solo performance. You get one guess for what our next one will be. Miguel? I can see it. So I don't oh. You're fun. It's best pop duo slash group performance. Undia by J Balvin, Dua Lipa, and Bad Bunny, and Taney. Intentions by Justin Bieber featuring Quavo. Dynamite by BTS. Exile by Taylor Swift featuring Bonnie Vare. And your winner, Rain On Me by Lady Gaga with Ariana Grande. Now, first off, Dynamite by BTS, one of the most overrated songs ever. BTS, the most overrated group in the world. Now, Sun Hyung Min, Spurs' second best player. Might be a big fan of them, so I, like, I have to like them a little bit because of that. But it's, their music is so annoying. And as on our pop music episode, which you haven't listened to, just go listen to that. You don't even... Go listen to it. And while you're at it, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You'll, you'll, you're doing yourself a favor, actually. But anyways, back onto it. As we went over in that episode, BTS and all these K-pop groups are vastly overrated, partly because of like their looks, because they're 
The boys are deemed attractive, cute, if you will. And yeah, but I I listened to some of Dynamite, just a trash song. All of BTS, maybe I understand I'm not the target audience for BTS. I'm not a 12 year old girl and I don't live in Korea. So like, I think those are two large demographics that I don't really fall into. However, I really don't like BTS. Miguel, any thoughts on K-pop or BTS? <laughs> I don't listen to it, so I can't really give you thoughts, but I don't, I think, I think Wendia should have won. I was going to go with Intentions. I kind of like that song. That's fair. Uh, we'll skip best traditional pop vocal album, if that's okay with you. Skip uh, it, yeah. Do you want to do best pop vocal album? Yeah, sure. That's basically just best album, though. No, they're all different. Okay, no, well, Folklore was nominated. Okay, whatever. Best pop vocal album. Changes by Justin Bieber. Chromatica by Lady Gaga. Fine Line by Harry Styles. Folklore by Taylor Swift. But your Grammy went to Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. First off, Dua Lipa, she absolutely killed it in her Grammy performance. Also, I'm pretty sure she's British, so great. She, she's an incredible person, has incredible genetics. Yep, she's an English singer and songwriter. She's from London, great place to be from. But we move on. I, was on, I think this either deserves to go to Lady Gaga's Chromatica or Taylor Swift's Folklore. You? I, I'm fine with uh, Future Nostalgia winning. I think the album was good. Um... Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, I don't think I've listened to all of these albums, so I can't really give a good opinion on this, but I, I don't really have a problem with, with the winner. Yeah. To be honest, it's not of our cup, or tea, cup of teas. For Miguel, it's not 90s rap, and for me, it's not racist country music. I, I don't only listen to racist country music. I yeah, need- you basically said you just, you do. I need a preface. I didn't only listen to 90s rap either. You're you right, you listen to New York rap. Huh? You only listen to 90s rap, New York rap, and J. Cole. J. Cole is good. No, he's not. Yes, he is. We'll have that yeah. conversation another time. Someone tried to tell me that J. Cole was one of the best storytelling rappers of all time. Who would you put over him? I mean, there's okay. other people, but... Okay, let's see. Outcast, mm. both members, Pac, Biggie, Nas, Kendrick. I think those... Kendrick is better than J. Cole. Kendrick is be- Kendrick's worst album is better Cole than J. Cole's like best. Kendrick. Well, that's quite unfair. I think he's more like a... If um, Say we're comparing that's to a professional bad. athlete. Kendrick Lamar to J. Cole is like Tom Brady to me. That's not true. That's oh. not true. Oh my God. Whatever. You're right, you're right. I'm, we got to cut I, this part out because that has nothing to do with the awards. I actually quite like that part. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Our next one is, we're not doing best dance recording, best dance electronic album. You know, EDM music sucks. And like, it's just really, I don't get how people listen to it outside of a club. Like if you're in a club, because like, you know, me and Miguel, us 15, 16 year olds, we love going to the clubs. Second COVID's over, that's where we're going. But like outside of that kind of situation, I don't know how people listen to this kind of music. It's just like kind of weird. Best contemporary instrumental album, we're skipping. Best rock performance, I think we'll skip. Best metal performance, we'll skip. Best rock song, we'll skip. Best rock album, can we skip? Yeah, but we can do R&B. Yeah, okay. Best R&B performance. Black Parade, best R&B performance. Your nominees were Lightning and Thunder by Jane Aiko and featuring John Legend. All I Need by Jacob Collier featuring Mahalia and Ty Dollar Sign. Go Ahead by Brittany Howard. See Me by Emily King. And Black Parade by Beyonce. 
I just think Beyonce deserved it. Like, honestly, it's hard to say she doesn't deserve anything. Like, any Oscar or Grammy. Or Tony, for that matter. Yeah, I I agree. I think this should have won. I mean, I said for the nominees, um, what was it? Top uh, Best Recording? Yeah. Song, I said that this this one could have also won. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree with this. Definitely okay. an accomplished artist here. We'll do Best R&B Song, and then we'll move on to the rap, if that's okay with you, Miguel. Maybe we'll do some country at the end. That's fine. Yeah. We have to go over Kanye's somehow winning a Grammy after peeing on it. That's incredible. What? Kanye's, yeah. Kanye's, that's inc- you know what a fun fact I learned was? Hillary Clinton has won more Grammys than BTS. Oh. She won one um, spoken word Grammy. Oh my God. Which we will not be going over in this episode. <laughs> I know you, we should, do, we should make an album and nominate for the Grammys. We're not going to get it nominated, Zach. I don't know. Have you seen some of the nominees? They're quite boring. <laughs> That's true, though. Okay, A lot best, of them I haven't actually heard of. Best R&B song, Better Than I Imagined, which was by Robert Glasper, I think. Black Parade by, come on, you know this? Beyonce. Yeah. Collide <laughs> by Kiana Major 9 and Earth Gang. Do It by Chloe Exhale, Al, and Slow Down by Skip Marley and her. And the Grammy went to Better Than I Imagine. Now, Tiana Major 9 was nomi- was on a Stormzy album, was on a Stormzy song, so I'm going to have to give it to Clyde. Great song. What That's about great you? Reasoning, Zach. Um, again, I think Black Ridge could have won it, and I, I don't think I've listened to every one of these songs, but I, I know... Her is a good artist, so I think Slow Down is probably a good song. So, um, yeah, I think that could have also won. But, again, I don't have a huge problem with the winner either. We might need to start listening to more music. I just don't listen to R&B. I listen to rap and I listen to pop. Okay. Best R&B album, Happy to Be Here by Aunt Clemens, Take Time by Givian, To Feel Love Slash D by Luke James, All Rise by Gregory Porter, but the Grammy went to Bigger Love by John Legend. Miguel, stop shooting a basketball. Stop fake shooting a basketball that won't make any of Ohio State shots go in. Shut up, Zach. Oh, we're recording this, I want to say, half an hour after Ohio State lost to Oral Roberts University. Uh, just letting you know, so that's why Miguel's not in a great mood right now. And he's gone. So, Miguel, who do you think deserved to win Best R&B Album? So, Miguel, which of these do you think deserved the Best R&B Album? Do you have any comments, disagreements, agreements with it? I think uh, John, Len- John Legend's album deserved to win, and it did. So, I agree with it. Yeah, same here. No complaints, really. Now, Best Rap Performance. Deep Reverence by Big Sean featuring Nipsey Hussle. Bop by the baby. What's poppin' by Jack Harlow. The bigger picture by Lil Baby. Dior by Pop Smoke and Savage by Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce. I got. We're from New York. We got. I'm going Dior by Pop Smoke. Going literally any other song than Savage. And Savage. I mean, what about WAP? For those of you that what about WAP? What do you mean? No, I mean any other nominee. Oh, what's poppin'? What's I'm going. Poppin'? The Bigger Picture and Dior are, are all definitely better songs. Okay. I disagree sure. with that, but okay. What What do you disagree No, they're all actually probably better songs. I was, yeah, they I was all... just trying to argue with you for the sake of it. 
Okay. Uh, Miguel, should we do best melodic rap performance? Sure. Okay. Best melodic rap performance. Rockstar by The Baby featuring Roddy Rich. Time out. How is The Baby nominated for a best melodic anything? I, I think that's like one of his only songs that you could consider melodic in some kind of way, but it's, All right. it's barely there. It's uh, just because it's a popular song. Laugh Now, Cry Later by Drake featuring Lil Durk. The Box by Roddy Rich, Highest in the Room by Travis Scott, or Lockdown by Anderson Pack. The winner was Lockdown by Anderson Pack. Now, I think that definitely Anderson Pack is a great rapper. I think that this um, was not a bad pick. I'm not mad with it, but I think um, Laugh Now, Cry Later, and Highest in the Room, personally, I think are better songs. Um, and I just think Travis Scott is a better artist than. Anderson Pack, so I think Highs in the Room should have won. I actually disagree. I think as a purely melodic artist, I think Anderson Pack's a much better because when yes, you think of Travis Scott, it's for best melodic Scott. performance. You're okay. Travis Scott, you don't make Travis Scott music to listen to and just vibe to. Like all his music is either like to rage to. Yeah. Actually, like some of his older music was. I don't know. I feel like Anderson Pack's deeper, but I was I think Locked in by Anderson Pack or maybe Laugh Now Cry Later deserved it. That's fair. Our next one is best rap song. I have a question for this. What if like the album came out in December, but uh, 2019? So it's, but the I think a single came out before it. Can the single be nominated for like the yeah. single on the album? Yeah, the single came out before August though. Oh, I don't know. Are we going to allow it or not? I don't know. What what song are you thinking of? I was thinking of Vossy Bop by um, Stormzy. Shut up, Zach. It's a good song. <laughs> Nobody would ever pick that. <laughs> okay, it's actually an absolute banger. I thought you were going to say an actual song that deserved it. Oh, my God. Okay, I checked. They both came out before August, so we can't be nominated. But I'll name a different Stormzy song that I think got robbed. So, the best rap song. The Bigger Picture by Lil Baby. The Box by Roddy Rich, Laugh Now, Cry Later by Drake and Lil Durk, Rockstar, Rocks, <laughs> Rockstar by The Baby and Roddy Rich, and Savage by Beyonce and um, Megan Thee Stallion. Which one? I think that um, Stormzy's Wiley flow got considerably robbed. Do you agree with that? Um, I think that uh, The Bigger Picture and any of the other nominees should have won. I'm sorry, but yeah, I, I, but of all the nominees, I think it probably should have gone to yeah, or the box because that was just a massive hit. Best rap album: Black Habits by D Smoke, Alfredo by Freddie Freddie Gibbs in The Alchemist, A Written Testimony by J Electronica, The Allegory by Royce Five Nine, and King. But it went to King's Disease by Nas. Now, first off, Nas, great artist, New York legend. This album did not deserve it. However, I think it was more like to make up all his snubs and more of like a lifetime achievement award. But one thing I really do like, they nominated actual rap albums. They didn't nominate just the baby and people like that. So I respect that. Yeah. I think Freddie Gibbs got robbed. Alfredo was a great album. Also, an incredible album cover. Hmm. I think that's what we need to base it off of. <laughs> um, Loki juice. Yeah, was robbed. I guess I can agree with you. I think I think I think King's King. Sorry, King's disease definitely should be like. I don't think it's obvious that it shouldn't have won, if that makes sense. No, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Juice World maybe should have been nominated. 
What album? Didn't his um, Legends Never Die? We're not going to go over any of the country albums or the jazz albums because Miguel hates country. No, let's do it. It's fine. I haven't heard of any of these albums. <laughs> yeah. So, but we'll be right back after this short break. Have you heard of any of these? No. Shut up. Welcome back to the Top 3 Podcast Grammys recap episode, whatever you want to call it. Now we'll be going over hot takes that you, the audience, have sent in. You want to send in some hot takes? Just follow us at the Top 3 Podcast on Instagram. One word, no no capitals, no anything. Just the Top 3 Podcast. It's a great we follow. We will not follow you back. Or we'll follow you and then Zach will unfollow you. Uh, shush. Miguel, why don't you read out our first hot take? Our first hot take com- comes from Hud Savage 4. You might know as Hudson. Uh, and that is that the weekend got snubbed big time. I think both of us with this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Our next one is from NNO71505. Megan the Stallion winning three question mark Grammys is worse than when Ken when Macklemore won over Kendrick. I'm gonna say no for one reason only. Megan the Stallion might not have deserved three Grammys, but none of her like decisions were completely like, oh my god, this album was the best that arguably the best album ever. How did Megan the Stallion win over it? That's what happened with Macklemore over Kendrick. Kendrick, Step Pimp Butterfly is an incredible album that is still incredible today. Who listens to Macklemore still? <laughs> so, like, you ever been in a car, like, not in a car, because, like, we can't drive. Have you ever been at, like, someone's house and be like, yo, turn up that new Macklemore? It slaps. Or, yo, you listen to some Macklemore? No, nobody does that. It's really annoying that Macklemore won it. So Megan Thee Stallion was not worse. Miguel, I've just been talking a lot. You, you got any opinions? No, uh, no. I was gonna say the exact same thing actually. That wow. that Macklemore, like Megan Thee Stallion, is actually definitely closer to the other art- artists that got nominated than Macklemore is. To- Which isn't a slight at Macklemore. It's just a slight at how much better Kendrick Lamar is than anybody else that was yeah. nominated this year. Okay. What's our next one? Our next one is that. Should I say Nick's again? Or should I say just say our next hot take? Yeah, just um, say our, which one? Just say our next. Don't say his name. Just say it. Okay, our next hot take is that um, Royce deserves the best rap album. Royce Five Nine. I agree that Nas did not deserve it, but I disagree with who it should have gone to. That's fair. I don't yeah. really have any thoughts on it. I've already explained what I think. I think Freddie Gibbs still deserved it. Our next one is one from. James McClure and one from Marcus Dot Melody. James McClure's was Grammys are rigged. And then Marcus Melody, his was too long, so he had to text this to me. So I guess you can text me the hot takes as well. The Grammys weren't rigged and they can't be rigged. There's no way to objectively quantify how good music is, so you can't really rig it. Shorter voters might have given to people that didn't deserve it, but they weren't rigged. So we have to agree with one of them. Well, I guess we could say they could be rigged, but they weren't rigged. But if you're assuming they could be rigged, then they were rigged this year. Anyways... I kind of disagree with Marcus and agree with kind of agree with Marcus and disagree with him at the same time. He's right about the fact that you can't break something that isn't objective. You can't break something that is always going to be judged. Like you can't, you can break the NBA by giving 
one team more foul calls. You can rig the NFL by giving a team questionable first downs, better ball placement. Can't really do that for Grammys. However, you could knowingly make the wrong decision. You could, however, it's quite a stretch to say that there was a massive conspiracy that they just didn't want the weekend to win. I think they just didn't appreciate his music. I think they made the wrong decision, but I don't think they rigged it. However, there is a chance that they could all team up and say, let's not give it to the weekend. So I guess almost blackball him. Yeah, I kind of agree with Marcus's point as well. I think like that it's not, it's definitely a subjective thing. So it's hard to rig it, but I definitely uh, see what James is saying because, or sorry, what the person who said the Grammys are rigged is saying um, as well, because like they made a, they definitely made a lot of wrong decisions. I don't know if that was on purpose, but it like it's hard to just say, oh, they're rigged because they made wrong decisions. So I don't think they're rigged, but they definitely got to fix some stuff. Yeah. Now, what could that be? Maybe making the voters younger, more diverse? Yeah. I don't know. We're not going to like get into like a full episode of how to fix the Grammys. Because like that would take a lot longer, but I think that's really the only way you could do it. Just make it a younger audience. Or my another suggestion is you have five years to vote. You get like each person has a five-year slot. It rolls on. So you get your five years and then you, you can't vote anymore. So it keeps them new and refreshed. That's Yeah, I think that I agree with that. I'm proud of that. What's our next hot take, Gal? We're not. Don't give me that nickname. Gal? Yeah. Our next hot take comes from Samantha.rock. And that is that Taylor Swift deserved Son of the Year. I mean, if we're being honest, you know who really deserves deserves Song of the Year? Lil Pump. Zach. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I don't think I think that Taylor Swift didn't deserve Song of the Year, but that's mainly because the songs I like more came out at a different time, like weren't Taylor Swift. But of all the nominees, I think we went over this, but Taylor Swift did deserve. Song of the year, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ooh, a song well, came I'm out. Just go between the nominees. I do not think Taylor Swift deserves song deserves song of the year. Um, I think that she deserved album of the year, which she won. I don't think she deserved song though, because I just think there's there's so many other good songs. I understand Taylor Swift definitely a good artist. That was a Cardigan's a good song, but. There's just so many other songs you can also give it to that I don't think you can say outright Taylor Swift deserved to win that. I actually have changed my opinion. I just realized that Morgan Wallen's More Than My Hometown came out on May 27th. So just beat the cutoff date by like a month or so or two. Yeah, two months. I think that deserved it. Or advocating for racists, huh? Here at the top of your podcast, we do not do that, except if you're that. Hey, then. Well, I guess I'll be the one controlling the edit this episode, so we'll make sure that gets cut out. I think that, yeah, that's actually an interesting discussion. Thanks for bringing that up, Miguel. Do we separate the artist from the art? Do we separate the musician from the music? At what point? So then, therefore, I'm not advocating for racists. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you meant for the song of the year thing. No, just just in total. End of the day. I think it's really up to you, like where drop. Because in the day, by listening to any artist, we're giving that we're indirectly supporting them and giving them money, right? 
Yes. A single stream on Spotify is like a fraction of a cent. Enough streams is a cent. Enough streams is a dollar. And so on and so forth. Saying that if we stop listening to them, it would almost, it would definitely make no difference. Almost make, make very little difference. However, I do feel like that you have to decide where's the line. Our next hot take was there was actually a good spread of awards among people who deserved them from Orly Hawkenstein. Now, I disagree because it was the same people winning the, all the awards and it wasn't really a good spread. It just goes to whatever song is the most popular, not what was the best. And when it should go to whatever song was the most popular, it somehow doesn't. So I disagree with this. Um, I also disagree because I think they trying to spread it that that's stupid in my opinion like give it to the give it to the person who who deserves it um i don't know if there's a perfect analogy but like for example not like how the nba has not given lebron the mvp award in eight years even though he's the best player in the league well a lot of it's because he coasts during the season like he doesn't try as hard during the regular season yeah but he's the best player in the league he should win an mvp um but I mean, you just have to give it to the best person. You can't say, "Oh, we gave this, we gave this person too many Grammys. We got to give it to somebody else." So I, I don't. Even if it is true, I don't think it is significant. Yeah. Our final hot take comes from Jay Kenobi O2, and that is the only legitimate purpose of the Grammys is as multi-artist. Com- is a multi-artist concert because the award process is stupid and nobody in their right mind should be able to take uh, what they say or pick seriously. Yeah, I mean, award shows be, are, are objective. Award shows are objectively subjective, so therefore, not. For example, Drake can argue he has the most number one records of all time, which is great and good for him, but because that's objective, he's had the most successful songs. What what does it mean that he's won the Grammy? Is that a certain group of people thought he deserved it? Like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel fair. And it's not, I don't think it's a good way of distinguishing if one artist is better than another, you know? Yeah, I agree. And also, yes, obviously it's made to, it's made for TV. What do you think is more entertaining to watch? Just them listing out awards or like the biggest artists in the world performing? Obviously the biggest artists performing. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I, I completely agree. Yeah. So, I don't have anything to add. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the Top 3 Podcast. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you want to. Follow us on Spotify. Just do whatever you can that you think would support the podcast, really. Thanks for listening. I'm Zach Cohen. I'm Miguel Munoz, and this is the Top 3 Podcast. Bye.